0: Whether you celebrate Christmas or any other holiday, hopefully you had a chance to bring your friends and family together, loved ones. Spend the day, get some joy back in your life. Have a meal, exchange gifts, talk about the past, whatever it is you do. But this year, 2021, has been a rough one. A really rough one. And you know, it's funny, I remember about this time of year in 2020, We were coming to the end of the year. Of course, pandemic was uh, moving pretty pretty well. (laughs) And people said, boy, this 2020 really sucks. I hope 2021 is better. As it turns out, 2021 was worse. We've got the pandemic still moving, still happening. 800,000 people have died, and that number is rising every day. We had an insurrection of all things. We've had unrest in the streets, protests and riots and those sorts of things. We've had innocent people killed in schools and on the streets. We've had investigation after investigation. We've had lawsuits and all kinds of things intermixed with all the crazy conspiracy bullshit that we have to listen to every goddamn day. It's really frustrating. And when you have a year like that, It's tough not to get caught in a rut because it seems like every time you wake up, you turn on the news, read the newspaper, go on the internet, there's always some crazy things happening, always something negative. That can take its toll on one's mind or one's emotional state. So it's important that we have these days where we can get a break. Now, we can't just wait for once a year at Christmas. We've got to make time to set ourselves apart from all the bullshit in this country to do our emotional state some good, bring some joy back in your life. I know for me, we celebrated Christmas at my brother's place. All the members of my side of the family were there, and it's always great fun when we do this. We eat, we exchange gifts. Play a dice game, which I don't particularly like, but we play the dice game. But the most important thing is um, my grandniece and grandnephews were there. My granddaughter was there. And the best part of Christmas is always kids. And now that we have kids running around, that's what makes it really exciting and fun. And that's where the joy comes from. That's the funny thing about these little guys. They bring as much joy as could possibly be brought. And since joy is one of the most important things you can have in your life, these uh, little people are very important people. We've got to take care of them. We've got to nurture them and make sure they have the memories we have. Make those Christmases or Easter or whatever it is you celebrate, make them special. Because these are memories that they will carry with them throughout their life. Again, I just hope you had time to uh, break away from all the other bullshit that's going around this country and be able to focus just on your family and friends, your loved ones, and have a good day. I can promise you I did. I didn't do much else but focus on that. And it was kind of like a cleansing moment. I know I talk a lot about what's going on in this country. And whether you're watching the TV news or the Internet or even me on the podcast or me on TikTok, there's a lot of negativity to talk about. I mean, there's a lot of things happening out there that need to be talked about. And some people ask me, don't you get tired of doing that? Why do you always just talk about the negative things? And here's the deal. I think it's absolutely crucial that when things are happening in this country like we see now, It is incumbent on us to stand up, push back, and speak out. Because if we just stay quiet, this stuff will perpetuate. It won't go away. There needs to be some resistance to all this bullshit. It was hard to do while Donald Trump was president because he got away with everything. Now the Democrats are in control. We've got some investigations and studies and... um, depositions and all those sorts of things. Now things are coming up. In order to heal from that four years and all the things that happened in the last year, we've got to expose them. We've got to make people accountable in order to get past them. Because if they aren't held accountable, that'll always be in the back of our minds. These people game the system. And that only means that it's uh, an opportunity for future politicians to do the very same thing. So it's absolutely important that we do make these people accountable. And it's important that we do speak up and speak out and push back. We've got to let people know we're not tolerating this shit anymore. Because if we don't, it will never go away. And we are at a state in this country where we need to rid ourselves of a lot of this shit because this country is in trouble. Democracy is at risk. Our well-being, the divisiveness in this country, this all has to change. And the only way it can change is if we stop what's going on. The only way to try to stop things for us average folks is to stand up and speak out, make our voices heard so our leaders, our politicians can hear us. When they have that kind of pressure, they can make some better decisions. Now, one thing I found kind of interesting, um, Donald Trump and Bill O'Reilly are on a tour. You know, they're bouncing around to various venues around the country, putting on their little song and dance. There's really no substance to it. It's all the same shit, crying and whining about the big lie, talking about racist shit and all that kind of thing. All they're doing is trying to make money. They're just trying to find different creative ways to get money out of the same people. Help us fight, stop this or help us fight in the stop the steal, send us money. I might be running for president in 2024, send us money. I'm going to put on a little song and dance for you. Give us money. And it's not cheap to go to these little rallies. But Donald Trump and Bill O'Reilly are getting a hard realization. Now, of course, Donald Trump, during the campaigns 2016 and even 2020, he got some huge crowds at these rallies. But there's a vast difference between those and what's happening now. Because those rallies were either a very low price or no price at all. He's trying to win an election, so he wants to get his many people as he could get there. It's a whole different st- situation. We're three years away from the next election, and uh, but he needs to make money. Apparently, Bill O'Reilly needs to make money too. If not, he's just a gritty fuck, and that wouldn't surprise me. So they put on these little song and dances, but these aren't cheap to go to. I mean, I've heard of tickets for like a 100 bucks. Now, you think about Donald Trump's demographic, the ones that love him the most. And what's ironic is he's the guy stealing money from the middle class and the uh, lower income folks, and those are the people that love him. This guy is grifting them, taking from them, cheating them, but they still love him. But the fact of the matter is these people don't have a lot of money, a lot of them. Certainly not a lot of discretionary money. And because they don't have a lot of discretionary money, to come up with 100 bucks or 200 bucks for a wife and a husband to go see these clowns, well, they just can't afford it. Donald Trump's need for money is getting more and more, so he's trying to squeeze more and more out of these people. But people are getting tired of it. And now there's another glitch in nirvana with Donald Trump. It was funny, you know, when I look at uh, Donald Trump and Bill O'Reilly, it's kind of like a uh, a sexual abuser tour. We know Donald Trump has been involved in a lot of things, and we're going to hear more about that. We know Bill O'Reilly was sued numerous times for sexual harassment while at Fox News. They kept paying these women off, and then when it become exposed to the public and the money just got to be crazy— well, they fired Bill O'Reilly. And that was interesting because Bill O'Reilly was probably their most popular guy. He is uh, hes a piece of shit. He's a grifter and he's a piece of shit. All he does is ride whatever wave is going to get him ratings, whether it's true or not. So Donald Trump and Bill O'Reilly is a match made in heaven. Donald Trump likes to make that bullshit news, lie and conspiracy theories and all this sort of thing. They're on the same page ide- ideologically. You know, they're both racist. They're both misogynists. They both abuse women. So this is a great pair. And all these people come out and pay money to see him. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Not as many as you would think. He's going to venues where they hold 20,000 people and 5,000 people are showing up. Now, these people either can't afford the ticket or they're getting tired of Donald Trump's bullshit. And it's not enough that it's costing money. Remember what I've always said. If Donald Trump is talking, he's going to fuck something up. And he does. So Bill O'Reilly and Donald Trump are talking back and forth. And the topic of the pandemic and the vaccinations come up. Now, we know both of these guys have had the vaccinations, both of them. And that's what's kind of weird about this, but I'll get to that in a moment. <clears throat> Bill O'Reilly says, I got my booster. Now, this is in front of a trump crowd. Imagine that. He says, I got my booster. Donald, did you get your booster? He said, of course, I got my booster. And then what happened was kind of weird because everybody in the crowd started booing. Can you imagine that? They're booing their Lord and Savior, Donald Trump. The one guy they believe anything from, even if it's fucking ridiculous. But now, they're booing him. See, Donald Trump is losing a grip on this situation. He had these people following him all the way. And then Fox News and OAN and The Trump administration were telling people, oh, the vaccine is not good, it's not this, it's dangerous, it's got a microchip. So everybody bought that stuff. But now all of a sudden, Donald Trump is saying, no, 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 the booster's good. You should get the booster. It works. That's exactly what he said. Now, these people didn't want to hear it. There are people out there saying Donald Trump is a fraud. He told us the booster was just a grift. Now he's in on it, so he's probably making money. You see, that's the thing. I don't know if they love Donald Trump so much. It's what he said. Because it was contrary to the government, because it was allegedly tough talk, and because it was about breaking a system they don't like, which Donald Trump attempted to do, They like the ideology, but now Donald Trump is fucking up. He's asking them for too much money so many times. Then he tells them that the booster is good in spite of the fact that 40% of this country won't get the vaccination because they thought Trump and the administration told them not to. Fox News, OAN, Newsmax, and the like, they're telling them the vaccination is wrong. To make you take a vaccination is against your constitutional right, which isn't true. Uh, Joe Biden's got some vaccine mandates going on out there. Um, its It's been held up in some courts. It's going to end up in the Supreme Court, so it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. But Donald Trump is fucking up here. He's got maybe 30% of the country that supports him. Not enough to win an election. But now he's starting to piss those people off. and it goes back to what I said before. Donald Trump will always screw up. He will always screw up. Nothing he's ever done has been successful. It's always failed. And when he failed, there was always somebody there to bail him out. Well, this time, there is nobody to bail him out. He's messing up big time. And this is the start of the descent to the crash. So I've told you before, narcissists are all the same. They bully, they lie, they gaslight, they do all this stuff. But at some point, things start going south because narcissists can't hang on to this for a lifetime. So he ends up in this kind of spiral. He's out of control. And that's where he is now. He's got all these investigations, indictments likely coming up, and now he's pissing off the very people he's counting on to support him by contradicting things he said before. Donald Trump is stupid. Now, if I'm Donald Trump, I would never admit that the vaccine was good. I mean, he should say that because it's true, but he needs these nutcases with him all the way. Now, he's going to lose a bunch of nutcases after saying the booster was good and necessary and you should get it. These people don't want to hear that. They want to be contrary to what mainstream government, mainstream media tells you. They've got all these conspiracy theories bouncing around in in their heads, and they don't want to believe anything except what they believe. Donald Trump was supporting them and feeding them this conspiracy theories, but now he's changed his tune and he's got a problem because these people don't know what to do. They're not a specially bright crowd in the first place, but now they're looking at Donald Trump as, oh, somebody got to him. He's grifting the system. He's just like all the rest. He's part of the system. So now you've got this group of people who love Donald Trump, some of which may not love him anymore, but still want to maintain this ideology, which, in fact, was a lie in the first place. It's absolutely frustrating. Donald Trump even went to talk to uh, um, Candace uh, Owens, you know, that uh, African-American conservative commentator. This woman, I don't get her. I don't get her. She, She speaks negatively. About her own race. And she sucks up to the Republicans, the conservatives, and of course, Donald Trump. Well, Donald Trump and she were talking for a bit on television. And uh, he mentioned that the booster works. Well, this screwed up Candace Owens because she's one of the people that are telling us that, no, the vaccine's bad. It's against the Constitution. They're going to put microchips in you. So they had a little back and forth there. Didn't look good for Candace Owens. Certainly didn't look good for Donald Trump. By him continuing to say that this booster is working, is positive, is going to cost him a lot of support amongst these conspiracy theory, toothless fucking redneck white supremacists. They're going to get mad at him and they're going to walk away from him it will be interesting to see how this all plays out. doesn't surprise me that Donald Trump fucked up again because that's what he does. He always fucks up. There's one other uh, short bit of news that I found very, very interesting. You know who Alex Jones is. Alex Jones is an interesting guy because he started this Infowars back many years ago, and he dealt pretty much with... uh, government conspiracy theories, UFOs, paranormal type stuff. And and then as Donald Trump came in, he got on board with the Trump administration, and he started spewing the lies. Now, you remember, Alex Jones probably has a lot of problems in his life right now. He was sued by some parents from Sandy Hook. He spent a lot of time telling people, that Sandy Hook was a false flag, phony, it never really happened, no kids were killed. And obviously this upset those parents that have, in fact, lost children. They're upset enough about that and that fucking ridiculous thing that happened at Sandy Hook. But now you got some clown going up suggesting that it never happened, that it was all a lie. That's bad enough, but you have to understand what happens from there. These parents that have had children that died in Sandy Hook, they're now getting harassed by the Trumplefucks, you know, making threats uh, against them and their families and that sort of thing. It's not enough that they suffered through the death of a child. They have to be now harassed by fucking crazy-ass bastards that love Donald Trump and, of course, Alex Jones. Well, here's what's interesting. Yesterday, it was reported that Alex Jones's wife, Erica, she was arrested for domestic abuse. She was hauled out of the house, put in jail, and at last report, not yet bailed out. Now, the obvious guy that would bail her out would be, of course, Alex Jones. But if this woman is beating on Alex Jones, I'm thinking he probably isn't going to bail her out. But here's the thing. Knowing Alex Jones as we do, talking about the shit that he spews, and looking at how (coughs) ridiculous he is on TV, clearly this guy has a bad temper. And God knows what he's like at home. So somehow this woman committed domestic abuse against Alex Jones. And i got to be honest with you, I don't fault this woman. I'm guessing she was justified because he's a fucking nutcase. Now he's been asked to uh, appear with a subpoena. He's not going to appear. There's a lot of text messages coming out. Alex Jones is in deep trouble. He lost the lawsuit to all those parents from Sandy Hook. He never even showed up at the court case. So he lost by default, and all that they were asking is now on Alex Jones' back. So you can imagine there's trouble in paradise. Alex Jones might get arrested. Alex Jones is losing tons and tons of money from these lawsuits and these sorts of things. His reputation, what limited reputation there was, has taken a fucking huge hit. There's probably a lot of stress, a lot of pressure in that Alex Jones, Erica Jones house. Needless to say, they probably did some fighting. And as we know, don't know anything much about Erica Jones. But Alex Jones obviously has quite a temper. And he'll say fucking anything that comes to his head. That is not a recipe for a good marriage with all that stress and problems hanging over their head. So who knows what Alex Jones did, whether we'll find out or not, I'm not sure. But apparently Erica Jones did uh, take to violence with Alex Jones. And to be perfectly honest with you, I'd love to see video of it. I don't give a shit that she domestically abused Alex Jones. I mean, he's the guy that claims to be the tough guy, right? He's a tough guy. He's done all these things, and now he has to call the police on his wife because she's beating him up. I don't fault her. I fault her for making the choice of marrying him in the first place, but I assume she figured out he had a lot of money and she'd deal with the other stuff. Well, now we're finding out that it's impossible to deal with the other stuff, and she's frustrated and mad and and resorting to violence. So she's in jail, has not been bailed out at last check, and it'll be interesting to see if we hear more about this situation. But we can understand where it's coming from. When you got Alex Jones at risk of going to jail, Losing millions and millions and millions of dollars. Looking like a fool on television. Yeah, that causes some stress. Money's probably the worst thing for stress in marriages. So, <laughs> Erica Jones is in jail. Hopefully at some point in the not-too-distant future, Alex Jones will be in jail, but for a different reason. For his illegal activity in helping with the insurrection. He said as much that Donald Trump suggested to him that he would lead the charge on the U.S. Capitol. He was there. I don't know if he led the charge, but he was there and obviously had a lot of communication between the White House and between members of Congress. This is all a very sticky, messy, shitty thing. These people are not going to be able to rise above it, lie, gaslight, or anything. It's all in print in text from their very own phones. It's going to be impossible for them to deny it. And so a lot of stress in the Alex Jones house. He may have gotten his ass kicked. I'd love to see it. If she didn't do a good enough job, let's send him down for a visit with Rand Paul and see if we can coerce his his neighbor to come over and kick Alex Jones' ass too. Now that would be entertaining. That would be fucking very entertaining. So we'll see what happens with Alex Jones. I don't really care much about him. But any time a story that comes out that makes him look bad or weak, I want to report it. Because this guy is not unlike Donald Trump. He is a narcissist, sociopath, pathological liar. And at this point, with all the things hanging over his head, he's got to be in a spiral too. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be back. All right, I've heard some people talking about Joe Manchin. And now people will say, Joe Manchin's not a Democrat, he's a Republican. Now some people have even talked about the prospect of Joe Manchin switching to the Republican Party. Even Mitch McConnell has said, hey, we'd welcome you with open arms. We'd put you as chairman of the Energy Committee. Now that's only, of course, if the Republicans win in 2022. And I've said many times, I don't see that happening. There's too many bad things happening to the Republicans currently, and it's going to stretch out between now and 2022. There'll be a lot exposed, and it's going to be hard for them to get reelected. But people keep talking about I just want to clarify a couple things with Joe Manchin. First of all, he's never going to switch to the Republican side. He's not in lockstep with all of what the Democrats want to do, obviously, but he has less in common with the Republican Party. He's been a Democrat all his life. There is no real advantage of him turning to the Republican Party. And here's what you need to understand. As long as Joe Manchin is a Democrat, whether he'll vote for some things or not, that gives us the Democratic Party, the majority. If Joe Manchin today said, I'm going to become a Republican, the Republicans have the majority. That means nothing, I mean nothing will get done. Secondly, Joe Manchin's got some ego problems, as we no doubt see every day when he talks to the press or the bullshit that he does. Joe Manchin's in a powerful situation in the Democratic Party. He's uh, maybe on a par with the president because he's got a lot of power to get what he wants. Now, if he was to switch to the Republican Party, he'd be a nobody. They have 51 votes. And what he does doesn't matter because even if he doesn't vote Republican, And he votes Democrat for whatever reason. Because he's now a Republican, the Republicans have the majority. And so that's not going to happen. Don't worry about that. And to be perfectly honest with you, people say, you got to vote out Joe Manchin. I don't know if you want that. you got to understand West Virginia is a very red state. The fact that Joe Manchin, as a Democrat, even got elected is fucking crazy. So if not Joe Manchin, it's probably going to be some other crazy fucking Republican in there, and it's going to make things worse. So as much as I dislike Joe Manchin, I hope he stays where he is, because we don't want to hand over the majority to the Republican Party. We just don't want to do that. We can't do that. So... Ultimately, what's going to happen here? You know, Joe got a lot of heat when he said he wouldn't vote for the Build Back Better bill. And a lot of things came out. The mining union in West Virginia said, hey, we need you to change your mind. His talk about uh, giving money back to uh, parents in the child tax credit. And he said, well, they're just going to spend it on drugs. That He took a hit on that for his reputation. Not to mention the fact that he got his ass kicked everywhere he went after saying that. That was stupid. That was an emotional response. He was pouting because maybe people didn't treat him right on the Democratic side, and he should have never done it because now he's taking a beating. And just before everybody left for Christmas, he said, he said, that he'll get together with Joe Biden, we'll talk about this more. He's already taken a step back, and the thing about it is they're going to figure something out. It may be different than what we know it to be right now, but they will get something done. Joe Biden needs it to save his presidency. Joe Manchin needs to get it done just to have peace of mind and stop getting his ass kicked and not piss off his constituents. 68% of the people in West Virginia like the Build Back Better bill. Regardless of what Joe Manchin says, he doesn't get this thing passed and goes back there. He's going to get a lot of shit, and he knows it. He knows it. So don't worry too much about it. As I've said in previous podcasts, they're going to get the voting rights bill done as soon as they get back. That's going to be fairly quick. But they're going to get the Build Back Better bill done one way or another. Maybe may be smaller, it may be different, who knows. But the fact of the matter is, it will get done. Of course, we have the Ghislaine Maxwell trial going on currently. The jury now has... The time they're spending in deliberation, they're figuring this thing out, and they're going to hopefully come out with a verdict here sometime soon. It's interesting. Ghislaine Maxwell uh, trial and the Kim Potter trial went out on deliberation around the same time. We know Kim Potter has been convicted uh, of first-degree manslaughter and second-degree manslaughter. She'll be sentenced on January 30th, so we'll see how that shakes out. But Elaine Maxwell, the jury still has it. I don't know what that means. All I do know is there's been a lot of information that's come out of these black books and such. You love how the Republicans kept saying, all oh, the Democrats go into Jeffrey Epstein's island. Now understand, there were some Democrats. Bill Clinton, one of them. And what we're finding out about the information that's leaking out from this trial is that Bill Clinton... And Donald Trump went to this pedophile island multiple times, multiple times. Donald Trump would have you believe that he barely knows Jeffrey Epstein and that he never went to the island, but that's absolute bullshit. And much like what we're talking about with the text in the House Select Committee, this is all on paper. This is all in logs. This is witnesses in the pilots that are on those planes. They've seen them. They know they were there. So Donald Trump can kind of uh, or try to um, suggest that he wasn't involved at all, but the fact of the matter, he was. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Elaine Maxwell. One of the things I'm worried about is if you remember, Jeffrey Epstein was once com- uh, convicted of the same crimes. And he did get convicted. But the sentence he got was absolutely fucking ridiculous. It was like work release. He could be out of jail for 12 hours a day to do whatever work he's doing. And then he'd go back. And then the sentence was cut short. This is all for destroying the lives of young girls. There was something obviously very funny going on in the juris, uh, uh, judicial system in Florida when it came down to holding Jeffrey Epstein accountable. Well, old Jeffy boy is dead, or at least that's what they say. A lot of people don't believe he's dead. And if he is dead, a lot of people don't believe it was suicide. And I'd have to agree. Jeffrey Epstein was very similar to Donald Trump. He was a narcissist. And I can't imagine at any time, anywhere, a narcissist committing suicide. I mean, these people think they're the most important, the best people in the world. They're more likely to kill somebody else than kill themselves. Why would they do that? They think they're the best. They have no self-esteem problems. They're not going to kill themselves. The whole situation with Jeffrey Epstein in jail was kind of weird because he was under watch the whole time he was in jail, except for a short period of time when he wasn't under watch, and surprise, he ended up dead. There's probably a lot to that story that we don't know, but I doubt very much, based on the kind of person he was, that there was any kind of suicide attempt, let alone a suicide success. I don't know that we'll ever find anything out about that. Now that Jeffrey Epstein is dead, or at least out of the equation, there'll be a lot of stuff we don't hear from that only he knows. So now the only one left to be accountable is Ghislaine Maxwell. My worry is that she'll get some very light sentence, assuming she gets convicted like Jeffrey Epstein did. This is where what I said earlier in the podcast where people need to stand up, speak out, and push back. They need to be noisy. They need to show their displeasure because we can't see Elaine Maxwell getting off easy or getting off totally. Fact of the matter is, she was responsible for recruiting, grooming these young girls, not to mention participating in some of these illegal sex acts She's got to go to jail. There's no two ways about it. It's much like the Kim Potter situation. A lot of people thought she'd get off. I said, there's no way she gets off. There's video. She clearly broke rules. She was clearly negligence. And she was convicted and went to jail. It's the same thing for Ghislaine Maxwell. There's tons of witnesses putting her in a position where she was breaking the law to aid Jeffrey Epstein. There's too much evidence in logbooks and videos and pictures and, and all this shit. There's just no way she can possibly get off of this if it's a legitimate trial. You know, the thing is is that we don't know how much corruption there is in judicial systems. And we don't know what judges are doing, if they get paid off, if they're getting pressure, if they're getting threatened, whatever it is. There's a lot of stuff that happens in our judicial system that we just don't know. And the fact of the matter is that's something we have to fix. We've got an AG that tells us that no one is above the law. Well, I beg to differ. Donald Trump for four years was above the law. Jeffrey Epstein getting off easy and getting back on the streets was above the law. We can only hope that Ghislaine Maxwell isn't above the law as well. She needs to pay the price. She needs to go to jail. And the jury is still in deliberations. My guess is that next week we'll probably hear a final verdict. So, we'll see. It can't go too long. And the longer it gets, I worry about because I think that the jury is trying to find a way to not convict her if they take a long time. It's going to take some doing if they let her off. They're going to have to have some justification to this. And there really is no justification. So they're going to have to do a song and dance like nobody's business if they're going to let her off. I really honestly believe she will get convicted I'll be curious to see what kind of sentence she gets when she is convicted. So have you been hearing about all these problems with the airlines? Of course, during the holidays, airlines are extremely busy, a lot of people traveling. In fact, uh, what I've heard is that the number of people traveling is exceeding what it was prior to COVID. Now, we still have our issues with COVID, of course. We've got the Omicron variant of the uh, COVID virus sweeping across the country and sweeping quickly, far more quickly than anything we saw with COVID-19 or the Delta variant. This thing is spreading like wildfire. Fortunately, it's sounding like it's a much milder virus. But still, we have 40% of the country that refuses to get vaccinated. So what that means in real terms is that this variant could vary again. There could be another offshoot of COVID-19 from this Omicron percolating throughout all these unvaccinated people. So it's it's a problem for the airlines, this Omicron thing. But I think it goes beyond that. I think it goes to staffing. I I think I've told you before that my wife works for an airline, customer service, nothing crazy, just enough to get free flights. That was her goal. That's what she did. Good for her. Good for me. But there was a lot of pushback with these uh, vaccination mandates in airports. It's really weird. You would think these people would be all for getting vaccinated, but there were a number of people at some of these places, some of these airlines, that when this vaccine mandate came into play or the mask mandate came into play, um, they called in sick. And a lot of people were saying, I'm going to quit if they make me take the vaccine or if they make me wear the mask. And uh, some of these people are just stupid enough to do it. I can't understand it. I mean, do they really think that if they quit or get fired for cause that they're going to get unemployment? They're not. If somebody fires you for a good reason, there is no unemployment. If you quit, generally speaking, you're not getting unemployment. So we're going to have a bunch of people stepping away from their jobs and having nothing to pay their bills. I can't possibly imagine people will be that stupid. Now, of course, that vaccine mandate's going to the Supreme Court. We'll see what they say. Having a vaccine mandate is perfectly legal, perfectly in line with the Constitution, so I can't imagine that Joe Biden's going to lose that one. And then it'll be interesting to see what these people do. They fought for it. They lost. They must do it in order to maintain their jobs. But we know with Trumplafucks that they love to double down. They like to stand their ground. So it's conceivable that when the mandate is held up and these people get pissed, they might actually quit. Their futures be damned because they've got nothing. They'll have to find another job. Now, fortunately, There's a shortage on workers, so they probably could find another job, but they have to find a job with a place that doesn't require a vaccine mandate, which may be a little tougher. It just amazes me every day how many stupid people we have in this country. It's disappointing. It's disconcerting. I would have never imagined that there's this many stupid people in this country. There's going to be more and more people getting Omicron and still the Delta. The Delta's out there. I have a nephew that has uh, the virus and he doesn't have Omicron. He has Delta, which is probably to his disadvantage because, as we know, Delta is a much more harsh virus than, uh, than the Omicron. He's young, he's vaccinated, he'll be fine. But those people that aren't vaccinated, they aren't going to be fine. They're going to get sick. Some will go to the hospital and some will die. And even still, they won't set up and take notice and they won't do what they need to do. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Last thing I wanted to talk about, it's kind of interesting, it's not a real compelling news story, but uh, it says something about our country. The U.S. population grew last year, by 0.1%. It grew by 0.1%. Now, here's the weird, maybe even a little scary thing. That is the lowest rate of growth in this country, as far as population goes, since the inception of the country, since uh, the 18... or the 1776 time period. This country has always grown by a certain percentage or more every year. But in this last year, it's only risen by 0.1%. Why would that be? Well, there's a couple of things to consider, three things to consider, actually. First of all, we did have 800,000 people die last year to... uh, COVID-19. We also have uh, um, a lot of boomers out here, people our age, my age. Now, there's quite a wide spread of boomers in this country. It goes from 1946 to 1964. I'm on the high end. I was born in 60, so I'm one of the younger boomers, almost a Gen Xer. But those older boomers are getting to an age of, well, the end has come. You know, we're getting people in their 70s. They might have uh, immunity problems. They might have other kinds of problems. And more and more boomers are dying. So you got 800,000 people dying of COVID. You've got boomers dying because of old age or other illnesses that they happen upon. The other thing is, what are the young people doing? And i got to be honest, when, you know some of the millennials I've talked to are far different than we were. When I was young, it was all the same. You get married, you have kids, you got to have kids, and then you go buy a big house or as big a house as you can get with the money that you have. Millennials have a different take on it. Now, of course, I'm not talking about all millennials because not all are the same, but a large percentage of them are really thinking, eh, I don't know if I want kids. I don't know if I want to buy a big house. And that's certainly their prerogative. They see what's going on in this world, and they don't want to get too deep into it with kids and mortgages and such. They want to be a little more carefree, maybe do some more things on their own, maybe travel. So now we're looking at this low increase in population in this country people have said some areas are too crowded. This can't be a good thing, but think about this. Our population is dropping off. We already have a problem with employers finding and hiring employees. It largely right now has to do with... Um, Boomers just saying, fuck it, I'm retiring. I'm not going through all this COVID shit. Take the risk and try to learn new new processes. So we're just going to retire early and, and just quit. Now, if our population is dropping down to near nothing, there are going to be a lot of jobs, a lot of situations that need to be filled that just can't be filled because there's literally not enough people. Not enough people willing and able to work to fill the positions. We've got what's going on with the boomers, but if our population is dropping off, that's going to be a problem too. Now, I don't know, does that mean we just let all the illegal immigrants in because we need workers? Well, you could do that. I know the Republicans are really against it and don't want it to happen because of everything that comes with bringing in illegal aliens. I mean, it's not like it doesn't happen. It happens all the time, but just under the table. But at some point, we're going to have to fill these positions. If businesses want to stay in businesses, if they want to be profitable, you got to have workers. And everything that's going on right now is just telling us there'll be less and less workers. As I've said before, for you young people, notice the opportunity. Acknowledge the opportunity and get out there and find something you want to do. Get something that may be a little beyond what you thought you might get because you may get it given that these people virtually need bodies. They need people to come in. They'll train you. They'll do all kinds of things to get you to work for them. So take advantage of that now. You need to do that. But once we get out of this COVID thing and things get back to normal, it'll be interesting to see if our population growth increases at all. You know, a lot of people are out there thinking, I don't want to bring a kid into this country at this day and age with politics the way it is and the pandemic. I get that. I may not want to do that either. If I was going to have kids, I might wait till it's all over. So when the pandemic is over, when we get through all these things where Republicans are held accountable and things at least head back to normal, then we'll see if the millennials and the Gen Xers and the other younger people change their minds, change their plans, because they're a much different crowd than we were, and they don't want all the trappings necessarily like we insisted on having. This problem with employment is not going to get better too soon. All the, all the boomers retiring, the slowing of the population growth, it's going to cause problems down the line. This country may have to change altogether. There may have to be a paradigm shift. Uh, So we handle things differently. I don't know if it means more robotics or whatever it means, but there's a lot of smaller companies out there that can't hire people, that can't continue to run a business because there's nobody to help them. It's going to be a problem for a lot of small businesses and some large businesses as well. So I don't know what to tell you about the population growth. If you're my age, ain't nothing I can do about it. I'm too old. But some of you younger folks may want to take a look at that and consider your options. It's actually a pretty good option if you think about it, but I don't think like a millennial, so who knows what the fuck they're thinking. All right, we're going to wrap things up for yet another Rational Boomer podcast. I want to thank you for spending time with me today. Um, if you have questions, comments, complaints, send them to me at uh, rationalboomer at com. I hope you have a great day, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Rational Boomer Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.